0: I've been modelling, as I said, for 20 years, so a very long time. When I was younger, I always wanted to be really skinny and, you know, if someone could see my bones, I'd I'd be like, oh my God, that's great. Do you know when you know you're supposed to be doing something in life? Like, you're like, this is me. One of my pinnacle moments, I was the second Indigenous woman to ever be on the cover of Boat Australia. It made more Indigenous girls and boys to want to come in the industry.
1: Guys, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Samantha Harris, an Indigenous supermodel. I remember seeing you on Dolly magazines when I was a little girl. Do you get that all the time when you meet people? I do. We, we basically kind of grew up together. If you were to give, I know you just gave such amazing advice, but if you were to give that key to the Queendom, whatever that is, what advice that key would be. Welcome to the Queendom. Guys, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Samantha Harris, a indigenous supermodel. Woman, I actually I know this is you probably hear this all the time, but I I remember I remember seeing you on Dolly magazines when I was a little girl. Do you get that all the time when you meet people?
0: I do. We obviously, you know, we're very similar age, so we basically kind of grew up together. Um, but, yeah, a lot of girls or women now do remember me and my girlfriend days or my Dolly magazine days. And I think back and, you know, I st- it brings a smile to my face and I'm like, but I'm like, oh, God, I'm old now. Like that, that sounds like a lifetime ago because I've been modelling for 20 years now, so a very long time, but still love it as much as I did when I first started.
1: And, and run us through your story, my love. Like how did that... I mean, I feel like maybe every girl has always wanted to be a supermodel. I mean, I remember what, you know, flicking through the magazines and, you know, seeing these beautiful women and seeing yourself. I was like, wow, I want to be like you. You know, how did it all begin?
0: Um, Well, it all started like I'm, so basically I'm one of four. So my mum's, I've got three brothers and I'm the only daughter. And my mum, you know, it could just be a mum thing, but she was like, my daughter is going to be a model and she's so beautiful, she's so this, she's so that. Again, she's my mother. Um, but we used to do beauty pageants. So I'm from Tweed Heads and there's a shopping centre called Tweed City Shopping Centre that have, like, like in-store kind of beauty pageants. And I was a really shy girl, like, bizarrely shy, but I always wanted to do the beauty pageants, or the little runways. Um, I never won, but um, always loved it, really enjoyed it from being so shy and wouldn't talk to anyone to be up there on the runway. I was a different person. Like, it was amazing. I loved it. And then ever since then, I just... I always wanted to be a model like I never had any plan B I used to this sounds really dorky but I used to stick my school photos in magazines (laughs) so I could be in a magazine and be like oh look mum but um yeah I literally had no other plan uh in 2004 I entered the girl from model search and I was one of the six finalists and got signed with Sheik Management I'm with Sheik today and um yeah that's how my career started.
1: Wow and without even knowing that's Manifestation at its <laughs> best at such a young age. I think that is so inspiring. And now, because of your, I guess your your journey as a model. What were the things you weren't expecting to witness, to see? You know, what's the first thing they got you to do besides obviously dolly and girlfriend?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So when I first when I was signed. Like, when I won the finalists in the competition, sorry, my dog's distracting me at the moment, <laughs> um, they flew us to Sydney. Keep in mind, I was 13. I'd never been on a plane. I was going on a plane by myself, but I had a chaperone to pick me up, which was fine. Um, never been to Sydney. So I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with Tweed Heads. It's a very small little town, little coastal town. Um, and to go to a big city, it was, wow, like, just very bizarre, very scary. But, um, I, again, a lovely experience. Um, I think one thing I do remember, because my agency says to me, they're like, you just didn't talk when you were young. Like, you, we would say hello, they were so lovely. I'd say at the houses, and I'm like, you just wouldn't say anything. I'm like, I was 13. You, you know, you're adults. Like, what, what could I possibly say? What could I talk about that, you know, could kind of match, you know, an adult kind of world? But, um, yeah, that would have been one of the things. And I think leaving my family as well, like, I'm really close to my mum, again, with the only daughter. It was hard to leave my family, even though it's something I wanted to do and be a model. But, um, yeah, that would have been my first kind of few challenges when I started.
1: And you obviously learnt the ropes of how to be a supermodel, how to speak, and you speak so well now. Like, it's obviously one of the things I've seen you You would never known I was shy. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But then I guess when you stepped on stage and you walked, that was yeah. you just showing and radiating confidence. So what was the difference between speaking versus walking? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Like, like again, just a really shy girl and, you know, everyone has bad high school experiences. Mine wasn't the best. And I think, you know, just... Yeah, just being shy and just, you know, I was different. I, you know, as you've seen, I'm, I'm not small. I'm a very, I'm a very tall girl. Um, so in high school, you know, I looked different. I was, you know, completely different size. So, you know, I had some good girlfriends in high school and then I had some people that just didn't want to be my friend at all, which, you know, all good, not bothered. But as a young girl, it's heartbreaking. It's sad. Like I had times I didn't want to go to school, um, you know, just stay home. And I think having no confidence and not wanting to go to school that just, I guess, it kind of just went into my everyday life. And then when I was on the runway, I was Samantha Harris. Like, I was, you know, I was someone completely different. I had beautiful hair, beautiful makeup, and I was like, this is it. Like, do you know when you know you're supposed to be doing something in life? Like, you're like, this is me. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. As dorky as it sounds, but, um, yeah.
1: You're speaking my language, woman, because... Um... <laughs> That kind of was well. No, that is what I was like as a child too. Growing yeah. up, you know, those were different. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. And you said you were bullied at school. Is that right? Yeah, with, yeah. yeah. Talk to me we, about that. Um,
0: just kids are kids aren't nice. Yeah. And I think just being different, and because I was so shy, I was an easy target. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pick on the shy person that's not going to say anything back or react back. And then being model, being a model, and just. Which you know, no one said anything bad about it, but it was like an extra spotlight on me. So it just drew more unnecessary attention to me, which I didn't want. And yeah, like I think I've got one I have one beautiful best friend from high school. Just one. But that's what you mean? I
1: I I, you know what, I don't I only have two, so I I feel like that's really common these days.
0: With social media, like even with the young girls nowadays, like it's just you know, if they are getting bullied, they take they, they come home and because of social media, it's the same thing. Like, you know, they don't get an escape from it. So I feel like us talking about it and, you know, we're older and things like that. So, you know, we can just be like, oh, you know, it is what it is, it's happened. They can kind of relate and be like, well, look how far these girls have come, you know, after, you know, they've had some bad experiences. If that, you know, if they can be resilient, so can we.
1: And it's beautiful that you see it that way too, because um when I was going to school, I was bullied and, you know, called <coughs> Nazi girl, um, you know, names yeah. across my my nationality yeah. and whatnot and in cultural like I was very different back then. <laughs> and I still am quite different now. No, no, don't have to apologize. <laughs> you can join. <laughs> um, do you find um being or you know being an Indigenous woman was that part of the difference that people saw you as well and was that something now that's changed so much back then?
0: Um, I don't think it was that I was Indigenous again I think it's just you know they people could get picked up or you know just diff, being different which is a shame because you know I love that I am different like now that I'm older when I when I was younger I wanted to fit in but I just think even being indigenous, like I don't know, like I, I never thought, like I never saw myself as that—not in a bad way, but like I was just me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think I was just picked on just for being shy, basically. Like yeah. there was there was no other reason really. But but he, but now these days, it hasn't happened recently. But um, you know, there's trolls online. Yeah. You know not i'm not fussed don't bad an eyelid but i have had comments of she's only a model because she's indigenous she's the token indigenous model and i was like really yeah. we're like 21st bloody century and that's what you've got to say and these these would be grown-ups these wouldn't be kids or teenagers i'm like it just shows how not so nice society can be
1: no i mean when i think of what i was going through. When I was bullied, it was either you know girls would shove and push you because obviously yeah. social media wasn't as big then. There wasn't yeah. Instagram, there was MySpace and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it was like girls would call your names and then leave you out and keep yeah. you out of groups. So that's what I experienced. Whereas now, yeah. like you're right, social media now has become almost this way of cyberbullying women, just picking on other women for just yeah you know, for reason. No, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, and I feel um what I really do love is that you've just held this strong force of a woman that you don't bat an eyelid to it. You don't respond. Do you respond? I mean, yeah. Um,
0: I, I used to when I was younger. Like I do read, you know, this is very rare to keep in mind nowadays, but I do if I do read a comment. I'll tell my husband and I'll be like, oh, look at this. And we just, we kind of had to have a giggle, like not, a, not you know, not that it's funny, but it's more like, you know, it, this says a lot more about the person than it does about me. Like, they don't know me from a, a bar of soap, so they're just assuming and they're just projecting their negative energy towards me and I don't want it. They can go away. Just block and they're gone.
1: <laughs> the That's what yeah, That's partner too. Yeah. <laughs> um, with your modelling career, Beautiful, I'd love to go more into detail, um, yeah. types of jobs that led you to, you know, opening up other opportunities so that other women here who, you know, may not want to be a model but just from like a yeah entrepreneurial journey, you know, what advice you'd give to them and, you know, what you were able to achieve as well.
0: Yeah. um, Well, I've been modelling, as I said, for 20 years, so a very long time. One of my pinnacle moments, like I've, you know, I've been an ambassador to David Jones. I've shopped for all different shop brands and things like that. But my one pinnacle would be I was the second Indigenous woman to ever be on the cover of Vogue Australia, and that was 10 years apart. um, And it's just I feel like it's it's my highlight forever Um, and it's just I think it made more Indigenous girls and boys to want to come in the industry um, or even just to follow their dreams as you said like you don't necessarily you know I don't expect people to be like oh I want to be a model but like Samantha but you know I have been doing it for so long you know I've had my ups and downs I've had my tough times but I've kept pursuing it
1: because it's something that
0: I wanted to do that I love that I enjoy so if I can if someone can hear this and think, you know, I want to be, I don't know, I want to be a chef, but she's gone through the ups and downs. She's made it to where she is. Maybe I can do it too.
1: Completely. And I feel like this is what our podcast is about. You know, it's like depending on whatever you're traversing, whether you want to be, as you said, a chef, a model, you know, yeah. dance, actor, a coach, yeah. you know, the yeah. same principles apply. And if you were to share like those, principles that got you to be a model for like basically that's for 20 years and continually like what were the strong values that you held on to that kept you going
0: uh the strong values would be just being myself you know I'm in an industry where you know it's all about looks and everything and you know sometimes you can go to people's heads um but yeah I you know I I love what I do I recently just shot my mum which was very exciting but um you know I do my job I come home and you know I've got to walk my dog I've got to go to the gym I've got to you know don't have I want to but um you know I I love my life being a model and I love my life just being who I am like I don't take work home if that makes sense mm. and just yeah just believing in yourself like I guess at a young a young age it could be quite hard but the older you get I feel like you get more confident within yourself you know who you are you know what your values are you know what you want and just believing that you can do it is all it really takes.
1: And um, do you feel there's a bit of a stigma when people hear that you are a model or anything like that? Like do people not understand like there's work that needs to be done or do they have this persona that it's?
0: Oh, they think it's easy. They do think. Uh, but again, I'll go back to my mum because obviously I just shot with her. And um, we had a great day. It was a long day. And even my mum was like, I didn't realise how hard it was. It's not, and I was like, mum, it's not easy. Like, it's tiring. People just think you stand behind a camera, you smile and that's it. But, you know, you've got to be on your A game. You've got to be – you can't just sit there and be like, you know, like you have no kind of emotion. Um, uh, you know, when you go home, like, you know, you've got to try and keep fit, things like that. It's not just you shoot, you come home. But now that I'm older, um, you know, back, back when I was younger, like, you know, obviously girls' bodies change the older we get, you know. We're, we're women and when I was younger I always wanted to be really skinny and
1: you know if someone could see my bones
0: I'd, I'd be like oh my god that's great which is a terrible thing to say and terrible thing to think that's what I was like but nowadays um there's so many you know body positive body positivity like you know different body shapes in the cow well, different races everything is happening there's something for everybody and as long as I feel like you, you keep fit and you just keep be the best person you can possibly be. That's what you need. Thank you, Anubis.
1: Sure, please. Yes, mum. That's right. <laughs> yes, he's, yeah, he's agreeing with me. You <laughs> so beautiful about your mum. Has your relationship always been? Yeah. I asked this because my mum and I have gone through so many different, I guess, points of our life where we've been really close now, but, you know, back in the day we weren't. Yeah. Last oh, you,
0: you did say you weren't. Back <laughs> in the day you weren't.
1: Yeah, we weren't. Oh.
0: Through
1: um. And it's a it's a interesting story, but that's because my parents divorced. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah. So she but, left dad, yeah. I don't blame her too.
0: <laughs> um back to my mum. I've always been close with my mum.
1: Yeah.
0: Like just again, I was the only girl. My mum always wanted a daughter, and you know she got well, she got a daughter. But um, yeah, I don't know, just doing little competitions together. It was like a bonding thing. Um, yeah, just you know, I'll call her. I don't call her as often now. I call her maybe once or twice a week because she lives in Tweed, and I'm busy. But yeah, she's been down for the past two weeks, and you know she's been loving it. And it's nice to have mother-daughter time and just kind of bond and reconnect.
1: Because that's right, she lives in Tweed. Still, yes. still the same place as?
0: Um, no, not the same place. Yes, no, not my, not my childhood home.
1: Bless. <laughs> I love that. She's probably so proud of you as well with everything yeah. achieved. And yeah, no. Are you close with your siblings too?
0: I am. I am close with my brothers. Um, We've got, there's there's a big age gap. Like, we're not all similar in age. Like, I'm, my little brother's 23. I'm 33. Other brother's 38. And my oldest brother, I think he's only 50. Is it 50? Nearly 50, yeah. Like, there's a big age gap. But we're all still very close, which is nice.
1: That's so good. And we can't admit which is the favourite, can we? (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) I mean yeah. the, I the, the one that knows you're the favorite they
1: know <laughs> we won't we won't say yeah <laughs> um now that you you've obviously been doing this for over 20 years, mm-hmm. while your goal has always been to be a model, has that led you yeah. to being able to do other things like TV work, public speaking uh, and what's the goal like for this year and next? like I'd love to know what you work towards?
0: Um, yeah, no, well, definitely, I, st- I still do my shoots and things like that. Anubis, come on, there you go, go get it. Um, I still do my shoots and everything. Um, you know, I've been on, you know, I was a guest judge in RuPaul's Drag Race last year, which was very cool. Um, you know, I, I do like, you know, I, I go into schools, I chat to young girls, you know, just about my life, and my experiences. Um, I'm now a Goodwill Ambassador for WWF and World Vision Australia, which I really like. And, um, yeah, as I said, it, it's it's so much more than modelling now, like I get to do things I love and that kind of connect with my values and, you know, how I line up to different charities and yeah, it's really nice. I really enjoy it.
1: Hey guys, real quick, have you ever been stressed out or stuck on a problem and you just can't seem to figure out and then a friend or a mentor comes along with like a fresh perspective and shows you a solution that completely changes the game for you? smiling right now as I say this because I know I've had a ton of these moments while building my businesses and remembering back to all the people I have been helped by, which gets me so excited. So I want to pass on the information here and give you guys a favor to build this Queendom community. You know whatever platform you are listening on, I encourage you to hit that subscribe button and tune in every Wednesday because you just never know. When you'll hear that special something that completely changes the game for you. And when it happens, make sure you leave behind five stars so we know our efforts are making an impact. I love you guys. Let's get back into it. Um, When you first started, was it just one of those things that you always said yes to things now you can choose?
0: Yeah. Well, you're you're building a portfolio. So, you know, different kind of shoots and things like that. And now I'm a bit older. I do more ambassador roles and things like that. So... Hoping one day to maybe be on TV—that'd be fun, you know—something else to tick off the bucket
1: list. But um tell me, tell me what, what what would be like your ultimate TV show or even movie?
0: This sounds really dorky. Again, people are gonna think, you know, she's she's I'm gonna be like, really? I would love to be on Getaway. Like, I I, I I like you get to travel the world, you know, experience different cultures, different countries. So again, it's, it's probably not what everyone's probably thinking. That's a weird thing to say, but. I
1: would love to. It looks I, like a
0: great thing to be a part of.
1: Yeah, like exactly what you said, you get to travel, you get to share yeah. culture and stuff, and you do speak so well. I've seen you on TV when you speak and you just, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Do you just audition for those types of things, or if it pops up, like your agent would just reach I out think, to you?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think my agent would kind of um, do all the behind-the-scenes work. And...
1: Yeah. And yeah, I'm, no,
0: I I'm... Saying, um, Having a meeting, or well, I'll, I'll tell you next time I see you, but with, a, um, with someone for a TV show, but obviously can't say it because I haven't had the meeting yet. But I'll t- when I see you next time, I'll tell you. It's very exciting. I think you'd be very interested to hear.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I um, me and Sam are like neighbours. Well, we're not as close anymore because you mis- oh. moved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we were living um on the same suburb. So, yes, I cannot wait to hear yeah. that. That'll be exciting. <laughs> I actually have a feeling I might know what it is, only because I have an intuition but if i'm completely okay. not, i'm not gonna oh, guess absolutely. you're like shut up tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> um when it comes to body body positivity because i feel like what you said before i can really relate and resonate with too i used to want the thigh gap and yeah go against my genetics being brazilian and german quite muscular and you know muscly um when did you see that start to change in your industry and how did that make you feel um When did it change? Um,
0: It's hard to put, like, a specific kind of timeline, but I think maybe I'll say within the last five years. I could be wrong. It could have been a bit later or a bit earlier, but um, they'll say that roughly. And it made me feel so good because, you know, I've been, you know, I've gotten older and, you know, I've changed my shape. And when I got older, everyone was like, oh, Samantha's got a bit bigger. It's like, "Hmm." I'm actually a woman. Like, I wouldn't say I'm a bit bigger, but, like, just, you know, just snide remarks, which isn't nice. Um, But to see all different shapes, all different sizes on the runway in photo shoots, I love it because I can walk past a shop, have a girl, see a girl on a campaign with similar body shape to me and think, that's what that dress will look like on me. Like, it, it relates to the rest of the country. It's wonderful. Like, it's not just a pigeonhole, you know, we're not gloves. It's not one size fits all, right? Like, if we can look at another girl and think, that's what it'll look like with me. Like, you've done your marketing right. Like, you know, it's for the whole of Australia, not just one kind of part of Australia. Like it should be enjoyed, fashion and everything should be enjoyed with, will, should be enjoyed for everyone.
1: It makes sense though. You're right. There was such a long period where it was, it yeah. was those small, like zero size women. And when you think about it from a marketing perspective, you want it to make every woman feel Everyone, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's it's funny because um, in the world of dancing, I, I don't know, and I, this is why I love modelling modeling so much, like there is no time or age where you stop yeah. dancing they say a dancer's age and yeah by, whereas yeah for you there's evolvement, there's growth yeah. there's like different elements to what you do which yeah. I, seriously yeah. i just love it. I, I know it sounds silly because i've watched you since i was so young and oh. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to still have your magazines right
0: I, I do have a few. My husband has like we've got this cabinet here, and he has like he has some um, magazines on display. On display, even when we moved in. Oh, 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 god! Sorry.
1: Those of you on. listening, um, Sam has a beautiful, a, a beautiful puppy. He's a puppy, hey.
0: Ah, uh, he's fully grown now. He's a um, he's a bull terrier, so he's not as little as he thinks he is. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was saying, so when I've got a cabinet just behind me and my husband's got all these, not like he's got a few covers on there and well, move, we moved in, like there's a picture of me up on the wall. I, if you come to my house, it looks like I'm really vain, but it's my husband being proud. I was like, Luke, do you think we need all those covers on there? Like there's a lot. Like, you know, I look like I'm very vain. I'm up myself. He's like, no, I'm proud of you. I was like, oh, okay, thank you. Can but my mum, on the other hand, she's kept every newspaper article, laminated it since I was thirteen. Every magazine cover, everything, she would have boxes of them.
1: I feel that that's every mum. Like yes, I think my mum had an encouragement award for me once when I used to play tennis. And I'm like, mum, yep. come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but nice talk, about, talk about your husband. He's your husband, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. When did you guys meet? So everyone can.
0: Yeah. Um, I met Luke in a shopping centre in Tweed City when I was 17. Wow. i just finished school um, and, I yeah, I met him in a shopping centre and we were friends for a whole week. He asked me out on Valentine's Day. And the rest is pretty much history. Like we've been inseparable since then. And we've been together for 15 years. Yeah. Married
1: for... Married for long? Nine. Wow. Yeah, he's my best friend. What I was literally about to say because I think when we were at F forty five the other day, you were like, Here's my best friend." I'm, I spend, yes. I'm not working. I'm with, you know, yeah, with, with Luke, and I think that's
0: yeah. And we just hang out and muck around, be silly, and you know, it's
1: nice. And obviously, because I actually had Jordan on here, my partner, and it's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's our one year coming up. And uh, oh, exciting! We did a podcast together, and we talked about like you know, the fights and the things we work through and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like when you're in love, it's not that yeah. you're, you know, just focusing on the looks and what the person no. is like to you, but you are wanting to find your soulmate when they're your best friend. You want to tell yeah. them absolutely everything. And as you said so beautifully, he has the house covered because he's proud yeah. you. Did you ever feel like... Shit, is this is he the one or did you just know straight away? I
0: just knew. Like you can't say when you're young. Like you know, no. boyfriend and girlfriend. No, best come on, get it yourself, please. Sorry. Okay. Come on, buddy. Come on. Come
1: on. It's funny because it's like he's replying to whatever you say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was um, yeah. So we, would you know, we when we started dating, we would. <coughs> He's, he should, he's got this dopey look on him, like a very cute look. I've got to <laughs> show you. I've got to show you. Yeah, show me. How do I turn it around like that?
1: <coughs> oh. Hello, bubba. <laughs> so, so not a
0: dog. But, um, yeah, as soon as we started dating, we were inseparable, basically. And just, like, I don't know, like, we would, we, like, you never get sick of I never got sick of him. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it, it wasn't love at first sight, but we were, we were great friends when we first met, mm. and then, you know, obviously the friendship led to more, and even though now we're married, he's still my best friend. Like, you know, we, we went and played golf the other day. I don't play golf, but, like, he likes to play golf. So, you know, we went and played golf. I was terrible, but things like that. We just do things that friends do, I guess. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that's it. It becomes a – I don't want to say it's, it's, it becomes a friendship, but, like – It's more than a friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah completely completely I mean I've gone through so many toxic men and when Jordan came about I'm like oh this is what love is yeah this
0: feels like this
1: is what I love yeah (laughs) Um, because of your career too babe and I only ask this because I in previous relationship they didn't like me doing what I did um it became almost like you know, you're doing this and their parents would say things and with Jordan it's become this beautiful relationship where he's so proud of me, he lets me do whatever I want. And and has that been ever a conversation for you and Luke?
0: Um, No, never. He's always been proud of my work and always been encouraging, which is great. Um, Fun little story. So when we first met, sorry, um, I I never exercise. So, you know, not that exercising is a big thing, but he's always been very fit and... You know, I remember when I first tried when to exercise, I, I couldn't run hundred meters. Probably still can't. But um, he's the one that kind of encouraged me to be like, you know, it's not a bad thing because obviously, modelling, I put exercise and wanting to lose weight together, and I was like, this is like, I was like, this is terrible. Why do people want to do this? And he's, <coughs>
1: gonna,
0: you're going to be in trouble. And he's the one that kind of showed, not showed me, but you know, we exercise together and train together, and you know, it's not a bad thing. You shouldn't be punishing your body. You know, you do it because you love yourself. You love your body and, you know, want the best outcome for yourself. It's not, don't, you know, make it a terrible thing. You know, I'd have days of dread going to the gym because I'd be like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, you know, on the treadmill, I have to lose weight, got to lose weight and it's not fun.
1: No one enjoys that. <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> I that like loves burpees, but that's me.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate burpees anymore. I used to. but I'm like, oh, there could be worse things I could be doing, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. For me, it's swimming. I'm not a swimmer.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not a swimmer. <laughs> so I'll do a burpee any day of the week.
1: But you know what's funny? I, I get it because I started diving. I'm not a diver, but Jordan loves diving. And what you? Said- oh,
0: I saw that. Luke loves diving. I'm terrified of diving, but Luke wants to take me snorkeling to Shelley, at Shelly Beach, and I'm terrified.
1: So was I, babe, and I'm telling you it's like the most amazing thing when you calm your cucumber yeah. a bit, you know, I'll Call your cucumber, whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> but I did that for him. And so I, yeah. I know that was big for him and me. I yeah. just feel like Luke and Jordan would just hang out. I, like,
0: I, we should have dinner. I, I think, yeah, Luke's like, Luke loves all that kind of stuff. And I'm terrible at it, but I'm trying. I stick my head under the water and I'm like, I can't use a snorkel. I can't breathe properly. It's like, just breathe normal Samantha.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny, babe? I actually think... I'd rather do diving than snorkeling because yep. snorkeling I, I have this fear where I'm like, what if something just comes in and gets me? Like I don't know what it is. But when you're like underwater, like let's yeah. say ten Yeah. Say so all around here. Yeah, you. Yeah, know, it's a different feeling. So I feel like maybe that's something you and I can do. Yes, together. We'll, we'll start with dinner first with the boys. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes.
1: I feel like that don't think
0: great place to start.
1: walk before we run right I'm a bit the opposite like that (laughs) hey um going back to your modeling days obviously there were so many beautiful moments and so many amazing experiences was there anything ever where you're like how why am I doing this like anything that happened that you were like should I still be doing this anything you witnessed that was different or
0: not I think, not should I be doing, I think it was just, you know, you have your good days and your bad days in life, you know, this isn't just modelling, but like, I think when my body changed, that's when I was like, what if no one books me anymore? Like, what if, what if this is it? Like, you know, I don't look like the way I did. I've had comments that I don't look like the way I do anymore, which was very heartbreaking. Not that I was going to give up, but I was like, what if it all ends, like, it's, you know, it's not a nice thought. I don't think, well, again, you know, you were a dancer, like, in any certain any certain kind of niche industry. But um, as we've, you know, as we've kind of evolved with the industry and fashion, you know, diversity and body shapes, I was like, even now, like, there are models that are, you know, in their 50s and their 60s. Like, literally the sky's the limit nowadays. So that little kind of worry I had all those years ago is all gone. Like, it was just me overthinking things and assuming the worst.
1: So we're near at the end of the episode. I know I don't want it to end either. And I love you guys so much for tuning in every week and coming to this journey with me. But the good news is it doesn't have to end here. If you've gotten value from today, I have something really special I want to share with you. And most people are very dedicated to learning from podcasts or books. But when it comes to taking the action required to make these ambitions come true, they retreat back to their comfort zone and listen to another podcast. But I know that there is a small group of queens listening right now that are hungry for more. You want complete freedom over how you spend your time and money and you want to be able to do it from anywhere in the world. I understand you. I was you. And now I have complete freedom over my time, location and money. And I did it all with my social media blueprint. And if you are part of the group that takes action towards your dream life, I have included an exclusive link for you to jump on board below at 50% off. I appreciate you queens all so much. Now let's finish this one with a bang. And you've built such an amazing portfolio, trust with so many brands and businesses. And as you said, like the times are changing now. Like, yeah. I believe your body is absolutely fucking sexy. Like, I'm just just <laughs> to put it out there. When everyone sees you and sees, this, <laughs> I loved you. I literally walked into Portmans. It was Portmans, right? And I sent you a message. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went, in there and then I'm actually now shopping there. I was like. My my days of going to Supre and buying stuff there and I walked into Portland because obviously business coaching, I saw your photos. Yeah. Um, so inspiring, babe. Seriously. <laughs> so inspiring. And I feel like a lot of women who are listening, from where we really wanted to bring this podcast episode to yeah. anyone is that you can achieve anything in life when yeah. you truly set your heart to. And from the yeah. day you were born, <laughs> well, I guess from the day you were born, you knew what you wanted to do. Yeah. So what no. advice I want to ask would you give to people, because you obviously were brought up in such a beautiful home, your mum believed in you, you knew within yourself that yeah. you always knew what you wanted to do. But if there were people listening who may not have the support network or someone like your mum or people in their life, you know, how do you go navigating that and how can you give someone advice around that? Yeah.
0: Um, well, we'll go back to when I was younger. So when when my mum is very supportive, but um, when I grew up, we didn't have a lot of things like we were we were quite a poor family so when I was doing the model little modeling competitions my mum would go to the op shop and you know that was my new outfit or she would make something and you know I'd see all these other girls have all these beautiful dresses and I was like what what am I wearing you know you know you feel a bit crappy but my mum would would always be like that your beauty will shine through you look just as beautiful as those other girls it's not beautiful as a mum would say um but you know I, I did have my challenges like you know, being away from family, um, not having, you know, going into the modelling industry like a lot of the girls, you know, their parents are well off where mine aren't. So going to a big city is hard when, you know, you don't... If if I didn't have a supportive agency, I wouldn't have been able to go to Sydney because, you know, Sydney's expensive and, you know, I was only a 13-year-old girl, didn't have any money, you know, anything like that. But, um, you know, so that was a bit disheartening for myself when I was younger. But for anyone that... Whatever whatever career they want to pursue in their life, you know you're gonna have your ups, you're gonna have your downs, you're gonna have your struggles. That's life. If it was if everything was smooth sailing, it'd be boring, right? Like you wouldn't be able to move forward or go up higher within your career within yourself. So just keep going. Like you're gonna have days and you're like this is really crap. Like this sucks. This isn't gonna work. And you just think it's a bad day. Tomorrow's a new day. We go from there. Have your bad day. You're allowed to have your bad day, but you know, you pick yourself up and you just keep going.
1: Beautifully said my girl. And I just, just want to say like, again, because it resonates with me from not having much and, you know, not having money and where you are now. it, It, again, it just comes back to what this podcast is about. Like these women that I'm bringing forward, like Sam, you know, they're perfect examples of women who started from nothing and grew their beautiful empire in their own world and I just want to say like thank you for sharing all of this because so many women need to hear these stories and what you've traversed so I really really am grateful for it I actually can't wait for us to have dinner but um I always finish with this one question Mm -hmm. and that is if you were to give I know you just gave such amazing advice but if you were to give that key to the queendom of whatever that is for you, what you define as your queendom. And yep. that key was to open the gate or the door to whatever that is. What advice would that be um, would that key be? That key would be that key bit of advice. It sounds,
0: it's very simple, but just be you. We're in such a fast-paced world. Everyone's trying to outdo everyone and, you know, you can lose focus with social media just within life itself. Just be you. Take a breath and be you and don't compare yourself to anyone because you're unique, you're perfect, you're you you're you're what you need to be.
1: I love that, my love. And where can everyone find you if they already didn't have it? And what's the next project coming up? If there is anything you can share on here, please let us know.
0: Find <laughs> me on or on Instagram. I don't have TikTok or anything like that. Um, it's just Sam underscore Harris. And what's next for me? Well I have a meeting coming up soon. I'll tell you I'll tell you next time I see. But um what do I have? I've got you know, I've got a few, you know, different like I've got a hair content shoot coming up, um Fashion Week's coming up, which is very exciting. They do beautiful indigenous runway, so I'm sure I'll be walking in them. And
1: yeah, just watch this space. I actually think I'm coming to Fashion Week, babe. Oh really? Oh, nice. Yeah. How? Well you don't know yet. So I um this is now me sharing some stuff that I can't fully share. I've been in touch with a PR agency and they oh. offered us um, Fashion Week tickets. Da, 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 oh. I don't even know. VIP. I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: great.
1: So you're going to be on the runway?
0: Yes. Not not all the shows, but I usually walk in the Indigenous runways. Yeah. Um, but I do watch some of the shows too, which is nice, which is a nice change.
1: Because it's in May, right? Yes. So I come very soon. Okay, well, I'll see if I can make sure I can watch you and be there with you. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Guys um, and queens, kings, thank you so much, Sam, for being on Keys to the Queendom. And I cannot wait to see you at F45 (laughs) and have that dinner with you, with your beautiful husband, Luke. Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.